And now it's time for the newest episode of Straight Talk with Donnie Smith. Join Donnie for straight in-your-face talk from men, discussing real topics, real solutions, with real truth. Hey guys, welcome back here to another great episode of Straight Talk with Men with Donnie. I am again your host, Donnie, and I want to talk to you today about a few things. One, first off, is godly parenting. What does that mean? What does that entail? And how does it work? Two, being a godly husband to your wife. What does that mean? What does that entail? Well, honestly, it's kind of both of them, I believe. I'm not no expert, uh, expert by any means, but honestly, I think it means both of those hand in hand. First off, being a godly parent means leading by example through the eyes of Jesus Christ. How do you do it? Well, one, it's one is probably difficult is to try to read the Bible every night, learn what it what it's trying to tell you, and live by example of those of those teachings that's in the Bible. Going to church is for another. Talking with your uh, pastor, learning what he has to offer as far as the Word of God, and all this translates into going back to your house, going back to your family, and teaching them. The ways of Jesus Christ, what his teachings meant to us back then, and how to live a godly life. I grew up, I didn't have my father around because my father and mother were divorced when I was young. And he did his best to raise us, to, uh, my father did the best to raise us as we were growing up, but he wasn't around because, well, my mother was a psycho. And uh when we did go visit my father in the summertime, my grandparents were both Christian and they saw the church, but he never went to church, but he did the best he could raise us, but he just didn't know the ways on how to be Christian and what it meant to be Christian. But again, my parent, my grandparents did the best they could raising us in the church. My grandparents, like I said, were both diehard Christians. They loved Jesus Christ more than anything in the world. And it tried to instill those values into my sister. Well, they didn't exactly stick until now. And now I, I learned that I needed to become a Christian. I needed to learn the ways of Jesus Christ. And, uh, and he opened my eyes to a lot of things. Now he's helping me be a good husband to my lovely wife. And unfortunately, the good Lord didn't bless me with any kids, which I know it sounds kind of weird. I, I try to tell you guys how to be a good godly parent when I'm not a parent by any means. But that doesn't mean that I don't see what's happening in this world with kids being totally out of control. And what I mean by that is my, my lovely wife works for an organization that helps parents and their kids and, and uh, it's called Adult Teen Challenge and I see what's going on there when these parents are taking their kids to this organization and Third, these kids are out of control. These kids are completely out of control. They don't know where they're coming or going. So my wife goes there every day to try to help these kids turn their lives around. And I just see what's going on here, and I, I just cannot believe that these parents, and well, any parent for that matter, lets their kids get so far out of control that they can't even control them. So I felt I wanted to touch on this subject today. And uh, for a parent to be a parent, they got to be in God. And what I mean by that is learning Jesus Christ, learning who he is so you can explain to your kids at a young age 
who Jesus Christ is. Read the scriptures, go to church, and just try to be the best parent you could possibly be. I know in this day and age it's very, very difficult because you've got it coming. You got the enemy coming or going either way, which way direction. But you got to sit down and spend time with your kids. You got to talk to them. You got to find out what they're doing, how they're holding up in school. It's talking to them, spending time with them, and that brings me into my first topic I want to talk to you guys about, which is in this in the, in the Bible here, is. God and God's disciples, his sons. In other words, God did the same thing in Hebrews 12. It says, Therefore, since we were surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off every encumbrance and sin that so easily, easily entangles, and let us run through endurance and set the race for us. Let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and the perfect perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, scorn, scorning its shame, sat down and, uh, and through the throne of the God, considering consider him who endured such hostility from sinners so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. In your struggles against sin, you have not yet resisted the point of shedding your blood, and you have forgotten the exhortion, exhortion and the addresses you as sons my son do not take lightly the discipline of the lord and do not lose heart when he rebukes you for the lord disciplines the one he loves and chastises every son he receives so that means the parents you got to you got to discipline your kids don't be afraid to discipline your kids you got to that way they know right from wrong as god does us he lets us go through trials, which teaches us what he is trying to tell us. Same goes hand in hand. You love your kids, but you therefore you've got to not be afraid to discipline your kid. You've got to punish them when they do wrong. you got to discipline them when they're doing wrong. It go, one goes hand in hand with the other, just like he does with us. And let's see, in Matthew eleven twenty eight. It also says, "Come to me, all you, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest." See, don't be afraid to ask for help when you're exhausted. And raising kids can be very, very exhausting, as any parent out there knows that. But you got to ask for help with you from Jesus. He's there to help us along the way. He's there to give us wisdom along the way. But we got to get our kids back to where they need to be, which is following God. Do you know these kids, they, they don't know whether they're coming or going. They're, they're wild as heck. They're going all which way because we fathers are not doing what we need to do to help them along the way. We are not being a good parent to them. And I know I probably have, you're thinking to yourself, oh, you have a lot of room to talk. You don't even have a parent. You're not even a parent. Well, that doesn't mean I don't see what's going on in this day and age. You know that our parenting today is seriously, seriously lacking, just like our school system today is seriously, seriously lacking. I talked to a uh, teacher the other day that none of these kids knows how to write cursive. They don't know mathematics. They're learning this common core crap, and it ain't doing a kid a give kid a darn bit of good. And our and we fathers are not doing our kids any good either by not being there for them, spending time with them, because God spends time with us. He He asks for our time. 
Yes, for our time every Sunday, which is nowhere near enough. And what's stopping us from spending time with him when we get home at night, read the Bible, talk to our, our family, talk to our wives, talk to our kids, have a family time talking with about God, talking about who he is, what he has done for us in our daily lives, reading the Bible, taking our spiritual nourishment as we should be taking. That brings me up to my next point of spending time and talk with our family. See, we got to love God unconditionally as he loves us unconditionally. He doesn't ask for anything of us except for our unconditional love. Make you do the same thing in return by loving him. Spending time with him like we should be spending time with him. Just like when you were grow, uh, you're growing up, you found a uh, guy, you found your girlfriend you wanted to spend time with, you wanted to know, know her, know her likes, know her dislikes. Same thing here. We should be wanting to get to know God, knowing his likes and dislikes, and, and just getting the whole relationship of the whole God, as we so to speak, getting that from him. He will give us as much as we want. All he asks from us is our love for him. That's it. That's all he wants from us. We can't even do that. That brings me to my next point of Romans 5 8. God shows us his love for us, and thou why, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Unconditionally, he died for us. He, he took the punishment of our sins on the cross, and we can't even take 10 minutes out to read a verse in the Bible. Why is that so hard for us, guys? We should be doing what we need to do to keep our family intact. We spent so long trying to get a family that we forget why we wanted a family in the first place. We spent so much time looking at our girlfriends, looking at our wives, like, man, she is so hot. I want to get her so bad. I want her to marry me so bad. And when we get them, we forget that they're even there. You're like, who are you? What are you doing here? We forget that we're there. We're so busy wanting to make money, we forget why we're making the money in the first place to provide for our family, to take our families anywhere they want to be, and just giving us what they want, which is uh, ourselves, guys. That's all we have to do. And we're sitting here doing it the wrong way. Yeah, and, I, and honestly, like I said, I, I'm not no expert on this by any means, but I just call like I see it. And I tell this every day to the people I talk to on the street. I, matter of fact, had a good conversation with a, one, uh, a guy I met a couple of days, uh, about, I think it was Wednesday or Thursday last week. Him and I had a good conversation about God, and he was telling me about his best friend, which is his wife. They spend time together. They go to church all the time. And I was sitting there telling about this podcast that I do every weekend. He thought it was completely awesome about my topics, about why I do what I do and how we need to turn the men around and make and let, telling them, look, look, we got to bring God back into the house. We got to bring God back to the family. Just like Jeff, uh, Jeff uh, I'm sorry, Bill Robertson, he was a heathen all of his life and he finally turned his life around and now his family is the most God-fearing family in the world. And Miss Kay couldn't be more happier about what happened. Same thing can happen with every family out there, guys. We can turn it around. We can bring God back into our household. We should already be wanting God back in our lifestyle. God is real. God is 100% real. But we are so quickly to deny him because the enemy wants us to deny him. 
And the only thing he wants from us is our unconditional love and support. We got to turn around and bring the family dynamic back to the household. How are we going to do it, guys? How are we going to do it? Well, I'm going to take a quick break here and going to play Crystal Lewis's old song, People Get Ready, Jesus is Coming, because it is 100% true. I'll be right back right after this, continuing on our topic of bringing Jesus back into the family, bringing Jesus back into our lives. Right back.
Welcome back here. I hope you enjoyed that song by Crystal Lewis. People get ready. Jesus is coming. Anyway, I'm going to get back on this discussion about uh, spending time with the family, spending time with your kids and your wife. Also, also wondered, are we involved in our child's educational life? Are we involved in, our educa in their education? Do we know what they're doing in school? Do we know what, what grades they're getting? Do they show you the report cards or anything? Do you go to parent parent-teacher conferences? Do you know the teachers that they're uh, being taught? Do you know what the teachers are teaching the kids? Do you know the teachers, how they're doing with their kids? Well, that's one thing we got to do. That's called being a parent, being involved in your child's life, going to their schools, learning the teachers, learning the principal, learning what classes are taking, learning what grades are getting in those classes. We should be knowing all that. You and your wife should be going up there, talking to the teacher, Find out if your kids are struggling in certain um, uh, uh, certain subjects in their schooling. We should be doing all that. Then, once you find out, talk to your kids. See how you can help them out. See how they can help them out with their schooling. And if they don't understand something, and you probably wouldn't understand it because half these classes are taken. They're so confused. I don't even know what the kids are. The teacher knows what they're teaching. But the point of the matter is, the point of the fact is, we need to be involved in our kids' lives. We need to spend time with them. We need to know who they are. Because kids change over time. One minute they're interested in one thing, and then next thing you know, six months later, they're like, I thought you were looking into that. Like, no, no, I got more with that. I'm going to do something else. Now. They change so rapidly. Kids develop other interests, as you probably should know by now. So we need to get down and find out what they're doing and learning their likes and dislikes. Find out who they really are. Because honestly, dads, kids one minute are not the same as they are the next. They aren't. Their, their tastes and different things change so rapidly. Just like your wife. Her likes and dislikes change over time. She, doesn't, she probably don't like the same thing she liked a year ago. Or she probably don't like the things she liked six months ago. You don't know. Well, the point is, we got to be involved in the life. We've got to be involved in our lives. 
and learning what they're doing and and giving the lessons of the Bible every single night, which is very hard to do. Yes, it is because we get we get tired just like everybody else. But you also need to learn to make an effort. You got to make an effort, whether it be in the morning time or in the evening time. We have to make an effort to do it. We wanted our family for a reason. Let's not forget what that reason is, guys. Anyway, I think I've touched on this enough, and uh, hopefully this inspires you to bring your family back together, bring your family back into the reality of things, so to speak, and bringing them closer to God, because we always, we all want a family closer to the God, the God that He is. He wants us all, and hopefully this podcast will inspire you to do so. Maybe it hopefully gave you some different ideas on how to approach it. All right, guys, I'll talk to you later. See you, see you in the next episode. Oh, almost forgot. I'm sorry. I did almost forget. You can always reach us out to talk to us if you want to on our website at info at yournewlifeministries.org. Send us a letter. Send us, uh, if you like this topic or you wanted me to touch on another topic, send us a, um, an email through our website at info yournewlifeministries.org. Plus, check out my wife and I's podcast we have together called You Got This. And you know you got this when you let God lead the way. So check us out on uh, on our other podcast as well. And you can also see us again on YouTube at, info, uh, at Your New Life uh, Ministries on YouTube. And check us out on Facebook as well at Info, I mean, at Your New Life Ministries, LLC. Uh, again, uh, talk at you later, guys. Check us out on those uh, uh, social media sites. Talk at you later. Bye-bye.